podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Oh, yeah, we're back. We are back. Hello, Dave. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? I am. I am fine. <laughs> ah, good to be back. It feels like it was like a while since we recorded. I don't know why. Maybe I had a busy but it week, but really only has been a week, right? Or did we do the other show? Or did we do the previous show at an odd time? No, it was Friday. Yeah, it was a week. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Man, just felt like it was forever. I'm like, ah, I'm like starting to chomp. I'm like, I want to, I want to record another one. Uh, but yeah, dude. So uh, yeah, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, if you're new, thanks for tuning in. So all right. What we have slated so far for this show is, yeah, I got to talk about a song I heard on the radio. I'll get to that in a second. Drove me nuts. A very is this very specifically a single song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's been out for a long time. Okay, but for some reason, it just hit me a little different, and I got real upset. But uh, oh, all right then. And then you're gonna do a quick uh, little PSA sort of uh, on yeah. on new TVs. You bought a new television. I did. I got a new television. And it reminded me, because I actually wanted to do this a while ago and forgot about it. I kind of wanted to do a PSA on the podcast about things you should change on your television the moment you buy it and set it up. Yeah, there are definitely some things that uh, are different now that you may not even understand. But we won't spend yes. too much time on that, just so people aren't like going to start snoring at our nerdness. Uh, but uh, and then we're going to finish up with some uh, weird news. So there you go. Wait, okay. wasn't there something we forgot? Wasn't there something in the middle, like repetitive that's at the, music? That, that's at the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the song okay. I heard. <laughs> all right, all right. So gotcha. I, was, uh, I was in the car and had uh, some, some XM radio, Sirius XM. Yep. Right. As do I, as and do I. I was listening to the, uh, to the Lithium channel. Uh, like, as do I. One so, of my so favorites. Far, so far, we're the same. Yep. And a uh, song came on from Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Oh, good one. Called uh, Killing in the Name of. Another good one. Wow, we're off to a good start here. Yeah. Are you familiar with this song? Are you asking me or the audience? You. <laughs> <laughs> you can play along, too, if you're listening. Are you familiar with Killing in the Name of? <laughs> I, I am very familiar. In fact, I am extremely familiar with that entire album. It's probably one of my... I would say put that in my top 10 albums of all time. Yeah, well, the song came on, and there, there's, a, there's a line in the song that gets repeated probably, I don't know, 75 times throughout the song. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, like, I'm, I'm going to bleep myself just so I don't uh, curse all over the place. Okay. Uh, but the, the line is, uh, you, I won't do what you tell me you i won't do what you tell yeah. me and it just yeah. keeps going and going and going and <laughs> he starts to add like just like different inflections on it right like, right right you i won't do what you tell me and uh <clears throat> so anyway so i'm like i'm driving and all of a sudden i start like raging a little bit not because of the song is pumping me up because it's making me angry because you won't stop saying the same line over and over again and it was driving me bonkers like i was like I'm like, shut the f up. Like, <laughs> I was going insane. I'm like, oh my God, I can't handle this. But uh, yeah, that, so. I, I would, that's, I mean, that song in particular, if we're, if we're building a list 
of songs that are that are built around a single phrase. I mean, that one's on the list, but yeah. I'm not sure I would put it too high on the list. I would put it somewhere, I don't know, in the middle maybe. Yeah, there's a uh, no, there's this song that I actually looked up a list because I was curious. I'm like, what are there songs out there? Because I know there's more. Oh, of course. Uh, that that constantly repeat the same line over and over again throughout the song. And I'll get to the number one momentarily. I suspect I know what number one is, but I'm going to keep it in my head until you say it. All right. So uh, a couple of the uh, notable ones on the list. Uh, one I disregarded, which was uh, uh, the Macarena, because I think that one is intended to be repetitious. I mean, it's it's meant to be, I mean, when it came out and still today, I mean, it's meant to be played in dance-friendly environment where you're just supposed to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I think any of those, like, dance floor, dance move songs are rather yeah, repetitious. Yeah, the ones literally designed around, like... Like three oh, moves or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, one of them was uh, My Sharona. Do you remember this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see how that's on the list yeah. for sure. Just keeps repeating my Sharona. But yeah, over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one. Uh, that one doesn't get me raged out though. Uh, yeah, killing the name of a Foo Fighters song is also made the list. There's a bunch of Nirvana songs too. So like wait a that. minute, man. You've got two bands I enjoy. We've already talked about, right? So what does that say about my taste in music? Right? I, Rage Against the Machine and Foo Fighters. Yeah, well, I would say too, like a lot of a lot of that, like uh, you know, '90s, you know, alt punk kind of you know music was was rather repetitious. Like I said, a lot of Nirvana songs, like uh, uh, what was it, "Rape Me." Um, yep. You know, yep. Not the best title, but they sing that line so many times in that song. But the Foo Fighters song is "Best of You." Do you recall? Oh, this song? Oh yes. In fact, this one's actually been memed a few times. Oh really? Because of how many times he says, you know. The best, uh, the best, the best, the best, the best. In fact, there's even there's even YouTube cuts of it out there, which just repeat the best for like two hours. Oh, really? Because <laughs> he already says like, yeah, someone's getting the best, the best, the best, the best, the best. It just keeps going for like two hours. Yeah. Uh, the other one uh, that's on this list is uh, all the single ladies. All the single ladies. Oh, you single oh, ladies. That geez, one is yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean that that line is repeated. Ad nauseum. Yeah, but uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go next, just in case you don't have the number one. So let's do, I'm going right for number one, but I want you to go first. So whether you have it or you don't, I don't want to spoil yours. So you okay, go. So what do you think you, the most you want, repetitive song on earth is? I I okay. So I don't know if it's on earth, but in kind <laughs> of that genre of American music, American especially American alt-rock mm -hmm. that we're familiar with. I'm going to go with Rob Zombie's More Human Than Human. Oh, my gosh. That is a great one. I didn't even think about that. More human than human. Yeah, they just it's say the over. Whole song. over. It is. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that song. It's so repetitive. That is yeah. not the, that's not the number one, though. What is number one? The number one song, which has been on... Uh, several different lists that I found. This one lands first. Okay. On like all of them. It is by a band called Daft Punk. Oh, You know yes. what it is? <laughs> is this around the world? It is. And I am going to, I wonder if I'm actually on the board here with my Bluetooth. You have it preloaded and ready to go? Uh, you would think I would. Yeah, this is, I right, because this was a big hit when I was in, I think it was, 
I believe it was when I was in mid high school, I think around the world came out in uh, 94, 95, maybe I could be, I, I could be wrong about that. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it, yeah. It was like, was it that late or, or early? I was, I was like closer to 2000. I'm searching. I'm yeah, searching the, the, the internet at the moment. 1997 right. around the world came out. Here we go. I'm just going to skip to the middle and see if I catch it. You ready? Yeah. There it is. Oh, yeah. Yep, hang yep. on. Hang on. Oh, they said it again. Wow. I, that it, just goes on and well, on. Well, I know. <laughs> I've listened to that song multiple times, probably hundreds of times in my life. And yeah, definitely one of the most repetitive songs, if not the most. I, I embarrassingly ever. sang that song like because I enjoyed it. Like I would sing that that line over and over and over again in the car, but it didn't really bother me when I was in like my, you know, late teens, early 20s. But man, now you hear that song and you're just like you're just quickly pushing pushing the button to a different station. You know what? You know what's really funny about this? I looked up Google showed me the lyrics for the song. It's just around the world repeated like I don't know, 50 <laughs> times. It's 50 like individual lines of around the world, around the world twice. Is there any well, other lyric in the song? I mean, it... I, unless this is incorrect, which it could be. <laughs> and I don't remember the entirety of the song mm -hmm. off the top of my head. But no, there are no other words <laughs> in this song. That's hilarious. I mean, good for them. They made a huge hit of a song with around the with three words. <laughs> yeah. Well, all, you got to remember at the time, too. Uh, and, and I believe they've talked about this in past interviews because I did, I heard this somewhere and it was official. It wasn't like BS, but during the time that they were writing like this album and the next one, that style of music was extremely popular in, in, in the clubs and not like, not like your bar type clubs, but in the actual like dance, whatever you want to call it, dance EDM clubs, right? That style of just one phrase, one word, one beat repeated for like 15 minutes was super was was just that was the go-to song design of the time. Like, so everything about the 90s was, in fact, if you think about it, a lot of things that we talked about seem to have been kind of a byproduct of the 90s themselves. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was looking up Daft Punk. Uh, they, they, they didn't really hit the map until, oh, oh, 1990. Did you say 97? 97 was when the album Homework came out. With Around uh, the World. Yep, with Around the World. And that's what, they were, they were already on the map, I think, in Europe before that. But that's their hit that I think put them on the map in the United States. Yes, it was. Yeah, because I remember I remember listening to Daft Punk before that song went around the world. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Literally, right. Uh, no, because they, they were like really just super techno-y. Mm -hmm. And I, I enjoyed them back then. But uh, now I was looking to see them like, what other songs do they have? And I I listened. I have been listening to them since then. The fact they recently broke up a couple years ago. Oh, really? And not in like, not like a, not in a, we can't stand each other kind of manner. It was very much like we, we did what we wanted to do. You know, like we've been together since the nineties all the way up through, including like 2021, 20, 22. I can't remember when it was. And they just decided to do other things. Hmm. Yeah. I was looking at, uh, oh, get lucky. That's one of their newer ones. Yes. Something like, to get lucky. And that, that also repeats itself a lot too, I believe. 
it's it it is it is a byproduct of that genre too right it's hard to avoid you're not going to get a lot of like deep introspective lyrics on something like a summer pop hit you know yeah or a, a summer edm hit yeah what there was another one too uh i was like it was like the it was like a dance, like a dance anthem song or something like that. Oh, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Dance floor uh, you're, anthem? Pro you're probably thinking either one more time, harder, better, faster, stronger. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not thinking of a Daft Punk song. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just thinking of like a, there, there was like a, I think it was called Dance Floor Anthem. Uh, it's like something like Party All the Time. Uh, I don't remember. But anyway, that was annoying. Uh, we're going to get past same this. thing. Yeah. <laughs> same thing over. Well, I mean, the topic is repetitive song lyrics. So I think there's probably, there's a ton more out there right now. Somebody's yelling at their radio. Uh, yeah. Something how, we, how, some blatant song we missed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's, I, was there anything else on that list that there's worth mentioning? Yeah, not really. But uh, remember, remember Friday, Friday, Friday. Oh, are you talking about that? Like teen hit that came out yeah, many that years ago. Carly, just got Carly Rae Jepsen. Was that? Was that the one she well, did? It was so. No, Carly Rae Jepsen. The one I remember that she did was was Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember who did Friday. I don't remember who did that, that one. Oh, Pump that, Up, Pump Up the Jam is on here. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> and, and anything by anything by CNC Music Factory. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not not anything. Maybe most some things I'll say. Maybe not anything, but they had repetitive songs just like anybody else. Gimme that is on there. Yeah. Uh, Watch me by. Uh, Salento. Oh, Salento. Golden. Golden. Golden by Harry Golden. Styles uh, made the list. Oh, so that's new then, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that one being repetitive. I guess I have to hear it again. Uh, Chain of Fools. This is like an old song. Um, yeah, just a bunch of some older older stuff. Surfing Bird. Oh, this one gets like called out. This, I guess, is a very repetitive. I'm, I'm going to play a bit of this here. Let's see what this sounds like. Okay. I'm just going to fast forward into it and see what's repeating. Here we go. I went to everybody's head. <laughs> oh, I know what this is. They used to they used to mention that Peter on Family Guy would sing that uh it, it was a recurring joke on the show. Have you ever seen you've seen Family Guy before, right? Even some of the older ones? Uh only some. I never actually sat down and watched the show, just like like I'll see like snippets of it on on like Instagram reels and stuff. That's the kind of show it is too. It's a it's a it's a snippet slash clip show where like a, a certain thirty second joke is really funny, right? Mm -hmm. But basically the entire show, Family Guy was really nothing more than thirty second jokes just repeated ad you know throughout the entirety of the episode, right? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's one more. Oh yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll be honest. I actually enjoy that song. <laughs> and you know what I like about that song too? What's that? One of my favorite things about that song and how easy it is to not not only listen to but adapt to things. Like there are probably hundreds of YouTube videos of somebody either like collapsing or running into something or or at a major accident or something, and they always use that song to lead up to whatever it is, the accident or something falling apart or something failing, like a crane falling off like a building or something. Oh, you're right. Yes. Uh, oh, wait, was that? There was a famous uh, YouTube video of yeah. the, the boat yep. scene. Was that the song? 
Yes, that's actually probably the most famous usage of that song in a meme. And if you don't know what we're talking about, there is this pretty famous, you, like you could find it on YouTube. Yeah, we'll share this, it on the Facebook page. I mean, and, and I can say this with confidence because I think they reported this multiple times. No one was actually seriously injured, but it looks absolutely brutal when when they're when it's going on. There's this there's oh. this view of this. Go, yeah, go yeah, ahead, the, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the uh, the they're they're on like a speedboat or something. And... They're on a speedboat. Yeah, and the camera it's like a GoPro. <laughs> it's, yes. it's pointed directly towards them, so you can see everybody on the video. Yeah, and they're having just like the best time, and and you yeah. sh you showed like the. They're starting to kind of get like a little jarred from the waves and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just going back and forth. And they time it perfectly to that song. And when it's like, turn down the what? And as soon as they say that in the video, they all just get completely tossed to one side. And like, it just like brutal like oh, sunglasses so it, go flying. <laughs> it is. I've seen that, that video dozens of times. And I still to this day do not understand how everybody in that boat doesn't, didn't have smashed up bones. I know you it know was so like, bad. It was it's it looks, hilarious. But now knowing that everybody was okay, the watching the guy in front just get lambasted <laughs> against yeah, the side of the boat is so funny. Oh god, yeah. If you have not seen that, yeah, we'll uh, check out our Facebook page. We'll, we'll put it on there. But it's it's oh, hilarious. You want to find it before then too? You can go to just go to YouTube and turn uh, just search for like boat boat accident turn down. Yeah, turn, turn down, down for what? what? Yeah, is it turn down the what or turn down for what? Turn down for what? Oh, I think. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, you'll you'll find it. Yeah, so, you'll find it. You'll find it, and we will post right, and we will post one as well. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on, Joe, to your uh, little little PSA for if you're buying a new television yeah. set. I, I've had problems with my TV, and you know, some I, from whatever you're about to talk about, it may be useful to somebody. If you don't care, fast forward a little bit. There you well, go. Well, you know, maybe maybe you'll care in the future. That's true. So you might want to take some notes. Just hang in there. So. Anyway, my, the big here's the big thing I want I talk about in terms of televisions. I think televisions today are fairly complex pieces of electronics. It's not like the old tube televisions that you would buy, and you know you remember buying an old tube or transistor television, and you basically turned it on and used it, right? Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot to mess with, the exception of like maybe brightness and contrast. I was gonna say you don't even have to go back to tube TVs. Like like within like ten years ago, you could still just pull up your TV settings, which were like sharpness, brightness, contrast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Color, you know, it was it was pretty simple, just some sliders to kind of dial in the way you wanted it to look. But now there's like, there's processes that happen that can be problematic. So and continue. The reason, why, the reason why I think that's important is because you can go out and spend anywhere from like, say, $500 to $1,500 on a television, oh, take easy. it home, yeah. set it up, and it will look horrible. It'll look terrible. Your movies will look terrible. The darkness or brightness will be way off. The you know, you spend all the you dump all this money into a television, you get it home because everybody rant and raves about how good it is, and then it just looks terrible, right? Yeah, I have. So that's uh, why I, I have one that I'll point out that I dealt with. Yeah, and then you're gonna jump in with the other ones you just dealt with, uh, and hopefully the, I'm not stealing one of yours. But it might be, but oh well. So the one, the one that got me was I bought a television set, and when I was watching it, it looked like. The only way I can describe it is is the 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 visuals look sort of like an like a documentary or something. Yeah, it's uh, all blurry, soupy. Things weird. kind of blend together. It was odd. Like it was like too something, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And there are actual hertz settings on your TV, and that's that's the uh, that's basically like the refresh rate of your television. Yeah. 
and people will see these these hertz in a and it's like 50 hertz uh, 75 uh, yeah 60 120 yeah 100 yeah 120 144 and they're like oh more must be better like more hertz <laughs> equals better picture right right that is not right because most television shows are filmed at like 24 frames a second and when you jack up the hertz of your tv like i stick mine at like 60 hertz i think it is or 50 yeah 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 uh, and it gives you that that smoother video. It, it doesn't look so crispy and jarring and weird. Uh, so mine was set on the highest setting. It was like 120 hertz. So it looked right. really, really bizarre. It was almost like it was it was like making some sort of weird computer process to fill in the gaps that didn't exist. And it anyway, just take your TV if it looks funny and turn your hertz down. There's my PSA for TVs of the day. There you go. So. I am gonna I'm gonna put an addendum on that. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say when you do that though, you have to apply it to. So I'll get into my I'll get into my list here. You have to make sure you do what you talked about with this other setting. So this is this is this is where I was gonna start, actually. So this is a good that was a good jumping off point. Oh good, sorry. <laughs> you bring <laughs> your you bring your television home mm -hmm. at the first thing everybody should do. And I will refute anybody who says who says they think it looks better because, well. For technical reasons, I don't think it does, but whatever. There is something in most modern televisions called motion smoothing. Ah, yes. And and what motion smoothing is is basically the television uses some uses intelligence, for lack of a better term, to add frames of the image that aren't really there. So as like say a car moves across the screen or somebody walks across the screen, the if you do not turn this setting off the television will try to interpolate images that don't really exist. And what it causes in conjunction with high frame rates like you were talking about, like 120 hertz, mm -hmm. is it causes everything to just smear out. So you'll get like ghosting. Ghosting is when like you see something, you still see a, a part of an image behind the image. Like if a person's walking from left to right on your screen and you continue to see a, a basically a, a soft ghost image of them behind where they're walking mm -hmm. or a car drives across the, the screen real fast and you continue to see remnants of the car behind the car, right? So I don't care if you buy an LG or a Samsung or a Sony or or, or a Vizio or a T, TCL or whatever, mm -hmm. every one of them has some sort of motion smoothing that the very first thing you should do when you get to your television is you should turn that setting off in every way, shape, or form that it exists. Some people are like, well, I'll just use medium or I'll use low. It's all terrible. It's all, all bad. All terrible. It's all bad. And combined with your the thing you're talking about, at a higher frame rate, the higher your frame rate television is, and the more motion smoothing you use, the worse it gets. It's not so, it's not terrible to have a high frame rate television, but if you have the motion smoothing turned on and the high frame rate, just throw it out the door. Yeah. Actually, people may be wondering too, why would they have such a setting in the first place, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So why would you have a TV that has 120, 144 hertz? Uh, I hope we're not losing you. Sorry. Hang in there. No. Uh, having a high frame rate is is good for things like gaming. Computers. Yeah. Gaming. It's necessary. Exactly. Like the higher your refresh rate on games is beneficial to a gamer, but not for watching television. There you go. And if you're not, right. And if you're not gaming... 60 hertz, turn motion smoothing off, your experience is going to be a lot better. Okay. Indeed. All right. Next no, number, number, number two, a lot of 
In fact, all of them, all modern televisions, all modern flat screens that you buy, whether you buy an OLED or a QLED or an LNED or BNED, QLED, BobNED, Bob yeah. <laughs> Ned Flanders. <laughs> Doesn't matter which one you buy, <laughs> they all come with power saving turned on. And of course, I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with the concept of power saving. But the problem is, is that how a lot of these modern televisions, their power saver works is by attempting to interpret what's going on in the room, attempting to interpret what's going on on the television, uh, to even you know even attempting to interpret like is somebody probably watching me whatever, right? And yeah. they will disable certain things that you have turned on or off because it thinks either like the room is too bright or too dark or no one's watching the television or the channel hasn't been changed in a while and it will it will change the image like I have in fact, right on my new television that I just got a few days ago, as I was setting it up, you could actually see the screen brighten and dim while I was sitting there even going through the setup menus because the television is trying to save power from the wall because it thinks you don't need certain things going on at the time. And so you could you'd be watching something like your favorite movie or playing like, you know, playing NHL 22 on Xbox or something, and you'll see the image like darken or a sudden lighten or it'll 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 disable some other feature because it thinks you don't need it right now and it's it's just a terrible setting overall because it it it'll just change it right in front of you you don't want it to do that and it's like no no, no hold on you've power saving on so I'm going to change it now yeah like oh your your room is uh just darkened a little bit so I'm going to I'm going to dim your screen for you like, yeah no, and it's like no don't. <laughs> i wanted it nice and and bright or yeah, whatever so you know whatever setting power I had. savings no yeah. Tick that Turn, off. <laughs> kick it. Kick it to the curb. All right. Second one is one that I like. That's, so this is third. Me, it's third. It, you're right. It is third. <laughs> Sorry. I can't, I can't count. I'm, I'm old and I can't count. It happens, man. I know. Tell me about it. Uh, the <laughs> third one is a personal setting. So I'll, I will preface this by saying, if you've just bought your new television, you don't have to go do this, right? But this is, this is something that I prefer. I go into almost every picture mode on my on my television, mm -hmm. whether it's whether it's cinema mode or gaming mode or standard mode, and I go to what typically you'll most televisions call this thing call this like black level or like or like uh, or like black saturation or whatever. Yeah, and it's what this sounds like is it actually sounds backwards, but it's the what I it's what I personally prefer. I like to go into the black level setting and I turn it up i turn the number up so like if, if your black level setting is on 10 i might raise it to 15 right so i think most televisions oh so I you don't can know get more they... uh, more shadow detail y yeah so what happens so it sounds opposite right the way i like my image to look on my television is that in dark scenes i don't want all i don't want to i don't want the dark objects to be completely lost because right. you've ever been to somebody's house and you're watching a movie on their television and when it's a dark scene, you can't see anything. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you pull the blocks up so you can see some of the shadow detail. Exactly. I just want to take the controller. I want to borrow it for a couple minutes. I want to go into the black level, and I want to turn it up. Not enough to ruin the picture. It's not going to ruin the picture, but you turn the – I know it sounds opposite, but you turn the black level up. And what it does is it makes the things that are actually supposed to be in shadow, you can still see them instead of them being completely black, which is – just I just think is a terrible way to watch something because what's the point of looking at a something you can't see? Yeah, actually, on that note, I do have one more that I dealt with on my own television. Oh, good, I, I like personal recommendations. And Let's it has, go. It has to do with black levels. Okay. Um, so we have uh, Apple boxes, little black, you know, 
Apple TV box things. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't think they're exclusive to this, but, but you can, here's the, it doesn't have to do with the, with the TV per se, but on that Apple box. And I think like, uh, I think fire sticks might have the same feature. Yeah. Uh, it's called Dolby vision. You can turn this feature on, which is a process that happens externally from your television feeding into it. And the problem it gave me was my television didn't know how to process this quote Dolby vision. So what it was doing to mm. all of my blacks on, on the shows I was watching was it was turning them like pixelated purple. Oh, that sounds bad. It was terrible. So everything, any kind of a dark scene looked atrocious. It was so bad. So I had to Google it and figure it out. And I was like, oh, I do have this turned on. So I turned it off, fix the problem. So there you go. That was my, that was my tidbit. Uh, so th that's, I think what you bring up is actually a really interesting point because in today's, you know, modern tech stack that you have in front of you when you're watching your television, right? You might have a television that's hooked up to a fire stick or an Apple TV that's being fed from the internet. That's using a compressed image. Like there are so many variables that you have to consider. So sometimes the setting that you're looking for isn't necessarily even on the TV. You might be fedding, you might be being fed a bad or distorted or kind of upscaled or downscaled image from the device that you're using for the picture. Yeah. So many problems, so many possibilities. <laughs> yeah. You, again, because I, I have an old glass, like um, whatever, tube slash transistor television here. You just turn it on and you use it. You know what I mean? There's, it's just, it's so it's, different It's not today. complicated, no. And, you know, there are a couple other things here, which I'll mention real quick. Like I'll just to kind of speed through this. But like one of the other things that te the televisions tend to come tuned too much for is a lot of edge, like a sharpness and edge enhancement. Like if you go into your settings, almost all the modern televisions have some sort of, like we'll call it sharpness or edge enhancement. Mm -hmm. And and from the factory, almost every mode of the television comes um, with this jacked up to 11, right? So everything has a really sharp pixelated edge to it. What I generally recommend is that you just take that and you cut it in half. So if you have like an edge enhancement that's set to like 50, cut it down to 25. If the, if the television comes at set at 10, turn it down to five. Yeah. Now, I, again, that, that is a little more personal, but yeah, I see that I on a lot say, of like- it's, the, it's a personal preference. But I see that on a lot of like the television, like blogs and YouTube videos and stuff. A lot of people who are, I hate to say this, like picture snobs, mm -hmm. right? That sounds, that's such a ridiculous- thing to talk about but they generally don't like edge enhancement either and i found that even even video games and movies uh that edge enhancement can be turned up too far mm -hmm. so where it's it's actually like it's like cutting into the image like it's it's taking things that shouldn't be sharp and giving them sharp edges so just just as a note yeah you got one more um i, I actually that's it i mean there are uh, the only thing i'll end with is that if you if you want to re-review these tips you know, or if you just want to get a different take on it, you can go to Google or any search engine and type, you know, five, like, a, you know, what TV settings should I change when I buy a television or TV settings that I should disable or anything along those lines. What I'll say is if you buy a television, don't just set it up, plug it in and use it because you're not going to be getting the best out of it. Yeah. And I will give a, I'll give a buying a TV tip too. Yeah, go ahead. So this is something, uh, this is something that we used to do way back in the day when I would uh, I worked in a TV store. If you're purchasing a television, uh, it, it, it's easier now because you can go on, you know, Reddit reviews.com yeah. or whatever, and you yeah. can, you know, hell, you can just go to the, the website and 
see like honest reviews from customers. Uh, because what would happen is sometimes you would have to, let me say, tweak the picture to mm -hmm. reflect what you had in stock. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So <laughs> say, say that again. You'd have to change the picture uh -huh. on the <laughs> yeah. one that's in store yeah. or the one that you're taking home. Oh, well, here's the thing. All right. When you work in sales, your ultimate goal is to sell TVs. Absolutely. Right. So let's say that you're, you know, your quote unquote best TV you have there is out of stock, but you have one beside that's pretty good. Oh, you, okay. Okay. And you got like 30 of those in stock. Well, the one, if it's on display, make the one you're out of stock look a little worse than the one that's in stock. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like it's, People are like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that, that does explain. That does explain like when you go, Every time I see that now, when I go out to, like, if I look at televisions when I'm out, every time I see the cheaper TV, I'm going to think of that. And yeah. I know that I'll be like, I know what they're doing here. Now, I don't think everybody does that, Probably but I can, totally, I can totally see that happening. Yeah, you know, if you go to, like, a Walmart or something, they don't give a crap. No, they you just know. have them all hooked up. And half of them are hooked up wrong anyway. Yeah, yeah. You can't always go off the picture that you see in the store anyways because it's so degraded from being split off, you know, 75 times to all the different TVs. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so there you go. There's a little uh, BTS of uh, sales. <laughs> Make the TV look bad if you don't have it in stock. <laughs> the the $1,500 television over here, picture perfect, crystal yeah. clear, color color as deep as the ocean. But right. this one over here, just smash it with a hammer. That's what the picture looks like. Yeah, you just like <laughs> crank the blacks one way or the other, yeah, crank right. the contrast. <laughs> screw up the color a little bit <laughs> like why does it really look purple i don't know man these tvs are weird <laughs> i don't know man like this company that i don't know they never fixed it it's been a problem forever sorry yeah like this one looks good you get that in stock yes i do <laughs> yeah, we have yeah there's only one left <laughs> yeah better buy it now yep uh so yeah well let's uh let's switch gears then joe and uh All right let's check out some from all across the world there are stories to be told. The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. Hey, uh, you never finished that sentence. What are we going to do? Check out the weird news. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Actually, before we get into weird news, I do want to make one, uh, one more note. Ted Lasso is back for season three. That's right. That was one of your recommendations. Yes. It just came back uh, this, this week, I think. And uh, they're only releasing like episode by episode. So you only got one episode to watch in season three, but it was good. And I can't wait for more. Have you watched any of this yet? So, you know, I was about to mention that Ted Lasso is now the show officially Anytime you're out in public or, or, or you're with a group of friends or you're getting dinner with anyone or just hanging out or having people over, somebody always brings it up. And it's, again, I, I feel like I'm back in the beginning of the Game of Thrones era where like the first two or three seasons of Game of Thrones have been on. And like, you can't escape a conversation without someone going, hey, did you watch Game of Thrones? Or do you watch Game of Thrones? I have, I have officially moved Ted Lasso into that category. So you haven't watched it at all. You're like, you're not going to watch it? Nope. Why? It's so good. No, I have to amend that statement. I'm not going to watch it right now. 
you're like, why though? Like, so you, you don't want to, you're so afraid of being in the trend that you're like, you, you just want to be able to say, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I have totally, I have completely turned into that person. <laughs> that is, I am unashamedly admitting now that just like when Game of Thrones was like on like its third season, I got, and it's not because don't, please don't get me wrong. It's not because you were asking, because I've heard so many good things about it. I th I've heard so many good things about it. Now I want to wait till it's over and then just sit down and watch the entire thing. My goodness. Well, you're missing, you're missing out, dude. You're, it's such a good show. Hey, yeah. you know what, though? I want to make one, I want to say one more thing, though, about media before we exit this topic. Yeah, go ahead. I officially stopped Game of Thrones at season six or finished season six. Oh, but you, you stopped there? You're not going to continue? I stopped. I am not going to watch it anymore. You're not going to see it through? Nope. Why? Because I don't want it ruined. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't ruin it. It's still a great season finale. It's not the best, but you should at least see it through. I, I, I am so here. Let me tell you, because I know we've been talking about this for several weeks now. I enjoyed seasons one through six so much, especially the way season six ends. So if you, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I mean, I, I would give it a recommendation to go watch it, Even if you've never seen it before, it's definitely worth catching up on. And it season six ended so well that I just don't want to lose the way that that season ended in kind of like my feelings of the show. Dude. Okay, look, I've seen the entire series from from the first episode to the last. Yeah. The whole way through, I think five times. Like, I love the show. It, it doesn't, it hadn't deterred me from, from going back and enjoying it. Yes, the last season is not my favorite, but you should still finish it, dude. <laughs> I feel like I've gone, you, you know, like son three. Son of a bitch. I know, I know, I know. I've gone like three quarters of the way out Mount, Mount Everest, and the view is so good right here. You're like, I don't need like, to go to the top. I don't need to ruin it, right? I I bet this is a debate that we will continue to have on the show, and maybe one of these times I'm going to turn around, I'm going to say, I did it, Dave. I did it. I finally did it, and I'm going to be so mad about it. <laughs> I think for the sake of the podcast, for all of our listeners, you need to finish it so so they can all hear your report on how it ended. And see I, what you I think. feel like I feel like that would be the only redeeming quality that I per, could perhaps bring to the show to to talk about in terms of Game of Thrones because I feel like I am I've done it. Like I feel like I've done Game of Thrones. I feel like I did I did the prequel right. So yeah. maybe the, the only the last thing that I can bring to the table is. What finish it? <laughs> finish it and, and tell you if I because I be I'll be honest with you, you gotta be super careful watching some of like the online reviews or and YouTubers and everything who have reviewed the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. A lot of them I I, I use this term loosely because I think it's a bad term to use, but a lot of them hated it. I think I still feel like I think some of that hatred comes from people who were invested into the 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 books. Okay. Okay. That's what I've always kind of gathered from people that, uh, like, people say, "Oh, I hated the ending," and I'll ask them immediately, "Did you Did you read the books?" Like, yeah. I'm like, well, of course you hated the ending. Yeah, and the books ended. So, just in case anyone's wondering, the books end not end end because he's still writing them. the The current books that were out at the time ended at the end of basically right around the end of season six. Yeah, they had to kind of make up the last season for for the uh, for the actual like series on TV. Mm -hmm. That right. They had to give it to the writers and say, 
you have to do something with this because we don't have any guidance. And maybe, maybe there's a point to be made that they literally made it up as they went along, right? Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. So there you go. Finish it. Finish it, Joe. Maybe. Maybe. All right. On <laughs> on to weird news. So yes. we have uh I have two stories and you have uh you have one. Um I'll start with this one and we're gonna end with uh two alligator stories. Oddly. We enough. are and I can do two if we need it, but let's just see where we get to. All right. So the first story I found here uh takes place in Florida, but it's not uh, it's not crazy, crazy Florida person. Oh, it's not crazy Florida person? Is no. it just normal Florida person? Yeah, normal Florida person. Just so happens it was in Florida. Uh, but a Florida woman unboxes 13 pieces of luggage after Delta Airlines damages her suitcase. And quote, I was crying, laughing. Wait, wait, wait. What was the first part of that again? She unboxes 13 pieces of luggage after Delta Airlines damages her suitcase. So she, what happened was she posted a TikTok uh, of her suitcase that got like beat to shit. Okay. Like, it was like ripped open in it one just, corner. Just wrecked, right? Yeah, wrecked like three or uh, she has uh, two and a quarter wheel left. Oh, wow. <laughs> she had four wheels on this thing and oh, she, she got two and then a nub of a third one. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, so Delta Airlines didn't even like they didn't, con- I don't know how they got her. Not- they, they must have had her information, but. They they just shipped her 13 really nice suitcases, and then inside of three of them uh, were smaller suitcases. She ended up with like 16 suitcases. <laughs> what? Yeah, and she even she even tried to re- she actually wrote back to them. It's like I think you made a mistake. She's like I only had I mean she's like I appreciate it, but I only had one damaged suitcase. And so you sent me 16 of them. And, uh, <laughs> they didn't even respond. They're just like, whatever. I think they're just trying to shut her up. I, it must have been. It's probably one of those things where, yeah, exactly. Like, we're going to send her so many suitcases that she can't complain because we will have actually sold her or get not sold her, but given her more value than she lost. Yeah. But my question is, wh- where does that end? Like, because... Yeah. This went very public, obviously. I'm reading about it. How many people's suitcases get damaged every day, probably, you know, during flights and, and, uh, you know, transferring flights? Yeah. Is this going to cause, like, some sort of a a demand from Delta or other airlines, perhaps, that they're all going to be pleading for new suitcases every time theirs gets screwed up now? Like, I think they should not have done this. They should have just sent her, like, a check. It does does kind of set set the bar in like a really weird space right because because right what's the difference between like her suitcase getting wrecked or my suitcase getting wrecked or your suitcase getting wrecked they're all wrecked suitcases so where's my 16 suitcases yeah and it does suck and i've had suitcases get broken and and, you know stuff like that but and my wife is way worse she's you know she traveled for work for a while and you know gosh i think we went through a suitcase every two to three months with her oh wow that's that is a quick usage holy crap I mean, she was flying every week somewhere. So yeah, yeah, it would just get beat. And it's just kind of like, you know, I think it's just par for the course when it comes to traveling. Your suitcases are going to get beat up a little bit. Now, of course, hers was pretty bad. But I don't know, man. Like, I think I think they shouldn't have done that. It should have been a different way. Or I don't know. The fact that she made it public, I think, is opening up a like Pandora's box. I don't know. I'm concerned. <laughs> it is. No, it really is. It's um, It is kind of weird that, 
instead of just like a voucher or sending her like another suitcase or something. Yeah, it's just and it's just weird that they kind of made a joke out of it. I would not I just wouldn't expect that to be the exact answer is to just shower her with suitcases. Yeah. Unless somebody was just upset and that was like their way to, you know, show her, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's really right. Yeah. What what part of this is them just being like, I don't know, is it spiteful? Is that the right word? Yeah. They're like, fine, here, take a bunch of suitcases, whatever. Yeah, here's 15 of them or whatever, 16 suitcases. Yeah, good luck getting rid of them. Yeah, actually, people are like all over the internet. They're like, I want one, give me one, I'll take one, I'll buy one yeah. from you. So, yeah, there you go. All right, what's your what's your alligator story? So, okay, you want me to do my alligator story first? All yeah. right, so we have a pair. We got a pair of alligator stories, and I'm, hold on a second, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, I got it right here. Ready? Here we go. We got total surprise and shock, that's in quotation marks, Daytona Beach man attacked by alligator after answering the door. Another Florida story? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does anything happen? And the rest of the United States doesn't seem so. Right. So this is... So what has he, from... he opened the door and there was an yeah. alligator there? So a Daytona Beach man was bitten by a nine-foot alligator. I guess this happened last Saturday. Oh, geez. Said the attack happened after he heard a noise at his front door. Like, he just heard something outside and, and opened it. He was just, like, opening the door. He, he had over to the door. He stepped out. He, like, he stepped out because he thought he heard something over there. And then, plamp, right on his leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is why I don't live in Florida. There are monsters that just roam around. And now they're knocking on the door. They are. It's like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> are you in there so I can bite your leg? Yeah. <laughs> so, so the alligator bit him in the leg. Yeah, and it started, it said, and it did the things that they do. Like it started like shaking all around, you know, because if you know, typically an alligator would be biting on something and then try, try to like, you know, basically rip it to shreds or twist it, you yeah, know. Yeah, start doing the, the death roll. Yeah. So, and it, it was dark. Here's the the crazy part too. It was dark outside. That's actually why he stepped out. He stepped out of the house because he was trying to find the like the light switch outside when it clamped onto him, mm -hmm. and he thought at first because he couldn't see what was going on. He thought like a dog had latched onto his leg. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so he thought there was like a dog, and then I guess after he, it doesn't really describe. He just said it happened really quickly. Um, it doesn't really just. He didn't describe like how he got it off of his leg, mm -hmm. but it, it looks like apparently the animal just finally gave up, and that's when he, I guess, he realized he saw it like running off, and that's when he realized it was an alligator. My God, nine foot too. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a. I don't know, like a baby alligator, right? It was a nine foot alligator. Yeah, the I actually looked it up here too. Uh, alligators have the strongest alligators have the strongest bite force measured at two thousand pounds per square inch. Oh my god. It says for a comparison, lions bite with six hundred pounds of pressure. Humans have a hundred and twenty pound bite strength. So yeah, that's uh that's a lot of that's a lot of uh pounds per square inch to get bitten by. Uh, this is and, and they're showing a pic like I'll just describe it for our viewers. Uh, he is just his upper thigh is just they it, the gash was so bad that in the news report they blur it out. Oh my god! That's, now he's okay. Don't get me wrong. He's fine, but he is going to be. It's going to take a while for this essentially puncture slash gash to heal. Yeah. Did you know the alligators and crocodiles? Uh, all their all their bite force is down. But, oh, instead of like us humans, we our bite force comes from the bottom up. We we push up with our bottom jaw. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, I mean, theirs is down, but but that's two thousand pounds down. Like all their muscle is to clamp. 
Oh but, yeah, because I mean they still have a hinged jaw underneath like we do. Yeah, but but they don't have hardly any power to go open. So that's why when when you see people like wrangle an alligator, they jump on their back. Oh, okay. And once I they, see. they can just squeeze their mouth shut with one hand, and they can't open it. Right? Oh, so because the way that they've evolved has been has been entirely about like clamping force. Yeah, yeah. They when can't. you say down, you just mean that clamp. Yeah, they can't open for hardly anything, like enough to open their mouth. But but wow. you can you can just hold it shut. Like you can't, they can't open their mouth. That's why they just throw a couple pieces of tape around their mouth and it's good to go. Oh yeah, yeah. Because so that's you know what that's really interesting. I did not know that. I guess we're just we're just learning so many things here <laughs> on the Gen Extra podcast. Yeah, I think I watched. Uh, I don't know what it was. Some show, and they were talking about that. So again, all all of my education comes from television. <laughs> I mean, again, this is. I don't. I have nothing against Florida personally, right? I've been there vac for vacation. I know people there, but like this is another thing you have to deal with in Florida. Nine foot alligators. Well, there was just that story, a horrible, horrific story, I'll add, a preface. Uh, the, uh, there was a woman in Florida that uh, was walking her dog by... by oh, we, that's right. Did we talk about this? Or maybe you and I talked about it personally. I think we did mention it, uh, and I don't think we brought it up on the... I don't think we brought it up on the show last week. We did. We talked about it before then. Yeah, but she was walking her dog, and, and there's video of it, but, but, but they have not leaked the rest of the video. They only pause it like right when the attack was about to happen. But yeah, she's walking her dog, and this uh, like eleven or thirteen foot gator came ripping up out of this little little pond, and was going after her little like chihuahua. Yeah, right. And it ended up getting her instead. And dude, the this, this is taking like a dark turn for weird news. Uh, but they had like the nine one one call of the mm -hmm. like the neighbor who saw it happen, and oh, it was, just, it was horrifying. She's like, you know, she's just like, it's got her, it's got her, you know. And, like it's, it pulled her in the water. It was it was terrifying to listen to. Yeah, that's horrible. It was horrible. It's everything about that is horrible, and it's probably a good reason why I'll never live in Florida. I know. Like I I don't want to be somewhere where there are monsters in the water. Like my brother in law lives in Florida, and of course you know I'm always like a little bit nervous about that kind of stuff. Sharks, yeah. alligators. Yeah. And you know I had asked him one time we were going down there. I said, how concerned should I be? about you know crocodiles and alligators yeah and uh, he's like well pretty much rule of thumb living down here in florida he goes if there's a body of water just assume there's something in it <laughs> i'm like okay fair oh enough. man fair enough oh man that that was the advice yeah dude oh, they, they get in swimming pools down there they have uh my wife's uh father uh obviously brother-in-law's father they uh he he did that for a while he was like the what do they call it like a wildlife rescue or something like that yeah, where yeah, he would have to a, go and and take alligators and crocodiles out of people's swimming pools because they would like uh, either come out in the morning or they they take the cover animal off. Animal control, animal control, animal right? Control, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Sn huge snakes. No way. I mean, people. It's easy for like you and I. Like we have basically up here in Pennsylvania, we have a like a couple. We have a couple species of like very passive bears. Right. We have some snakes that are that we don't have a ton of them, but there's there is some there's a minor snake concern in some areas of Pennsylvania. But we don't deal with alligators. No, no. Like I'm looking right now, bear attacks. Uh, uh, according to the state game commission, no humans have died in attacks by wild Pennsylvania black bears since they started documenting the encounters. Two men are allegedly or are alleged to have killed a black oh, killed in black bear attacks. 
recorded incidences in 1883 and 1906. So, so being attacked by a black bear <laughs> in a while in Pennsylvania doesn't happen hardly ever. And if you've ever seen a black bear, you know that they are extremely skittish. They are not. They are. They are like the opposite end of the spectrum. Where an alligator will just come out of the pond and chomp on your leg. Black bears in Pennsylvania don't want anything to do with you. Nothing. No, I still have a, uh, I, I have a lot of respect for bears and fear at the same time. So, you know, I'm, I'm always like on alert if I'm out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, even if we're just going for like a hike or something, you know, when, when springtime comes and you, know, you just want to get out of the house, you go, go find a trail, you know, I'll, I'll perhaps take a sidearm and, and I right. will, I will also, I'll find rocks and smack them together in my hands just to make yeah, a just ruckus. Just let them know that you're coming. You're in there. Yep. Yeah. Not with crocs. Crocs are, mm -mm. are predatory ambush animals, reptiles. And uh, yeah, they, they just lurk on the edge until you happen to walk by and they eat you. Yep. Monsters. So speaking <laughs> of being eaten, don't we have another one? We do have one more. Mine, is not, uh, mine doesn't uh, end with anybody getting bitten or eaten. Oh, oh okay. Well, then, uh, then what kind of crocodile thing is this or like, alligator, whatever it is? Like, but why? How did this make the weird news then? Yeah. What is this? What is this, Dave? <laughs> This is actually perfect timing. I'll finish this one and we'll be about wrapped up for the show. All right. Uh, so this one happened not in Florida. So you're off the hook for this one there, Floridians. Yeah, yeah, Florida. Uh, this is a North Carolina man startled by an eight-foot alligator hiding in an attic. Wait, the, the alligator was in, was in the attic? In the attic. I know. Oh, wow. I, I read through this, and there was no explanation to why or how the alligator got in the attic. Uh, but he was a he was an HVAC guy. He was working on uh, he was working on a furnace. Okay. And he said he went up into the attic, and he got up and he, and he looked around, and he saw. <laughs> there's actually a photograph of it off the post this, if I remember. He saw the head of an alligator kind of sticking out from around the corner, and it startled him at first, obviously, but. He thought maybe the owner stuck it up there as like a joke. It was like a like a fake alligator head, and so he's like, "Oh, okay." And he just kept working around. He, he was doing his thing, and uh, he went over and he kept looking back at it, like, "God, that looks kind of real." But oh, wait! So he saw it and just again, like like most people would do, made the logic made made the logical assumption that it's not real. Well, because it was in an attic. I, right, I know, because all of your, your brain is telling you there's no way that any of this is coming together, so it must be like a stuffed thing or fake. Yeah, yeah. So he was doing his thing. He, he, he took his flashlight, and he was kind of shining over at it again just because it was you know it was creeping him out. And he started walking towards it, and he said he got about two feet from it, and he, and he was pointing the flashlight right at it, and its eyes opened. Oh, damn. And Yeah, and he jumped back and got the hell out of there. <laughs> And this was, you said, you said this was a crocodile, not an alligator. They're almost, I know they're similar, but that's, uh, this, this was, was a crocodile. A, an alligator. Oh, this was an alligator. Okay. Yeah. So a little smoother looking, not quite so bumpy as a uh, Oh, croc. wow. But yeah, and so, so he noped, he noped right out of there. He noped right the hell out of there. Yeah. So, so was uh, there any, any explanation for any of this? No, no, no one, no one could figure out why or how this alligator got into an attic. This happened, you said it was, I think you said it was North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know alligators or, yeah, I didn't know they could like climb stairs or attic stairs, perhaps. Like, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm not giving them an, an, enough credit, but you don't really, I mean, I guess the one you told, like it climbed up on dude's porch. Oh, yeah. And it was totally hanging out. It even rang the doorbell. Could you okay, imagine I, I if you like caught the alligator the <laughs> like before it got up there? 
and you, you saw it like like your your attic stairs were like coming down from the ceiling and you saw this yeah. just just climbing its way up the attic yeah yeah like, and it's just like it, it, it kind of looks behind itself it's like <laughs> yeah. what what was it doing there's no reason for that thing to be up there it's that's crazy man like yeah don't, I, they, don't they require you know food and water you think so what what's I, it gonna I, find I, up there Maybe right. Maybe it was out of options. I don't I know. Guess. Maybe or maybe because they are ambush predators. He's like, I will most certainly get somebody up here. I heard, yeah, I heard them call the HVAC guy. <laughs> he was just lucky they were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So yeah, well there you go. There's your uh, there's your show for today, everybody. Uh, you have anything else to add? Or are we gonna punch out? I I did my. I, I can always do another weird news, but otherwise, I think I have covered everything that I was gonna cover. Yeah, we actually hit the hour mark. We'll save that one for uh, for next time. Perfect. Perfect. So, all right, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in for another one, and we'll see you next Monday. Talk to you next time. <laughs>